I'll review Actually, that afterwards. Ah. Oh my god, what a bitch. Hey, it's almost time to go to Only dogs can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> It's the 30th of May, and it's Mike's birthday, folks. Happy birthday, Mike! Hey, happy birthday, Mike! Thank you, thank you. And? Nobody's singing. Is it any, and we're anyone's waiting for Mike's birthday shots. That's right, that's right. Did Greg remember to call you? The birthday is at midnight. <laughs> yeah, Greg, on his way home, oh, crap, I have to call Mike. <laughs> the loud music you hear in the back is... Prime time, Bob. What the hell is this? Joe's prime time. Joe's prime time. He's got his name in neon right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to. I'm pissed. Joe's. Scott didn't get food right away. Scott's a little negative today. Yeah, he's too big. Too big and fancy on the golf course. Where's he going? Oh, what's going on? Yeah, I'm leaving early. I gotta leave early. He has to leave early. He's got a long drive. What? Greg, that was Greg, ladies and gentlemen. Hey Greg, say a few words. What the fuck was that? Give a quick Give a quick review of you had to be there. You had to be there. What do you think what the you had to be there? Alright. Quick brush. Yeah, you, you had to be here. What the fuck is your excuse now? <laughs> What's your favorite song? Here? Are we gonna take a part later and I'm gonna Or as Joe pronounces it, you have to be there. Hey, hey, here come the shots. Now we can say God don't drunk on this album, but it's because it's the only Cool. Let's just think about it. Happy birthday, we. Salute. Salute. Happy birthday, Mike. Salute. Yasu. Here's the life. Here's the life. Let's roll it. Are we doing a worse, uh, worse song at all or what? What's your worse song then? Yeah, you want to? And you had to be there. Well, I guess it's just Perrier Blues because I don't hear it often enough to fully appreciate it. Funny, I just heard it on radio. Well, we could jump right in. You had to be there. It was recorded in August, it, it, a bunch of shows in Atlanta and Miami in August of 78, released in October of 78, went gold in November of 78. I was seven, I think I just got Kiss Alive 2. <laughs> Actually, it might have been Kiss Double Platinum, Detroit Rock City. Now this was, uh, Hutt and I picked, picked this up, we were listening, I remember listening, sitting out in the, in the driveway, you know, playing catch or whatever, this on the, uh, the old GE. A-Track player? A-Track. <laughs> Buffett mentions A-Track in here. <laughs> we had the, there was a hot girl in the neighborhood that kept, she would drive by, and she like, dissed us. What are you listening to? Country? Yeah. yeah. That's okay, we're not live, we can edit you out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's Joe Buffett coming this year, do they know? Who knows? No, no announcement yet. No announcement Detroit yet. He did announce the Mohegan Sun concert, and if you say that really fast, it sounds like July. Michigan. But <laughs> that's the closest we can that, get. He doesn't yeah. have much openings now. Yeah, no. he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to skip us all together. He's going to skip us all together. Sounds like it. Bend us over backwards and invite us out to the fucking palace in January. Thanks, Jimmy. Or it'll be. This guy's bitter by another September thing, right? Bitter Scott is still here, folks. What's that? I see him at palace like in November one. Yeah. He was like in February one time too. Yeah, he's, it sucks. Hey, it's better than nothing. Better that's, than nothing. That's what Jimmy's gonna do. It's you know. He's here. No, that's. I, don't know. I do like his strip black shirt, so they still fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he, he, he used to do like Jimmy two has three shows. Remember? Three yeah, shows around, around the Fourth of July. July. Three shows, the Fourth of July. 
Yeah. Yep. We'd stay right there on 75, and they'd shuttle our drunk asses right to it. Yep. We'd see them all oh, through every night. day. I, in 1982, the first time. many years. Yep. Yeah. Oh, a lot of years. We'd pick up bottles in the parking lot to pay for the alcohol for the yep. next day. Hope he's not avoiding paying that because someone stole Margaritaville tequila. Uh, <laughs> so that's it. The bar, and the that's the reason. <laughs> okay, enough of this crap. We haven't even gotten into the first song yet. Yeah, We're already half an hour into home. this. Mike's got a long drive. Right. First of all, now this was before my first show. I hadn't seen him yet. I hadn't seen wow. him until 79. Hmm. And if I remember correctly, he, the band and him had really been touring only a couple years. Right before Changes, I think, they started doing some shows as yeah. a band. They really didn't have Other a Other than that, he just band. had appearances. He didn't right. have a tour or anything. And uh, the game I wanted to play is what's different with the song versus the recording. Because he makes a deal of, in the liner notes, about how he changed the lyrics because he's drunk. Mm-hmm. Poetic license and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to it. Is this, the, the, is this the version where he mentions Coke? Yeah, quit jumping ahead, man. You yes. haven't even gotten in the frickin' Well, I haven't even heard the yet. album. I was just... We're not <laughs> I prepared. had a little game to play, and you guys keep jumping around. We son of a son of sailor, he changes the lyrics. He makes a big deal in the liner notes, changing the lyrics. Well, he just mentions this cast is no, no blast, but it's coming off fast, and it feels like I'm pulling a trailer. That's what Thanks I Thanks for remember. sharing. What's the next one? <laughs> Pencil Thin Mustache. A very good rendition of it, I think. It's, it's just... It's, it's guitar... Rock, pencil thin mustache. It's not, uh, not like the recorded version at all. I'm not me. really a big fan of the old PTM. Well, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's so overplayed. This is yeah, the best version run, of it. Yeah. yeah, he, he plays out the real cool. Maybe because I haven't heard this version. Wonder why we ever go home. Which I think rivals the album, the album version. I really like this version. I do too. I love that song. Because Fingers I mean, Let's Go, he doesn't song. copy any of the two recorded versions I think we've heard, right? He oh, yeah, up. that's right. By the original, I mean not the original. The Changes version. Right. <laughs> There's been two recorded versions, and I, <laughs> I had them like this the best. It's just... They rock. sound... Yeah, they sound yeah, great. It's a rock. There's no... I mean, it's weird, because there's no steel drums. Yeah, uh, there's, the I don't even think there's any bongos right? or conga drums or whatever no. you call them. It's a straight-ahead rock band. Yeah, it's just a, it's a rock and roll. You know, I can't wait to listen to it. Yes. And but One Why We Ever Go Home is, is terrific, and I think the piano takes a back seat, right, Mick? Isn't it mostly harmonica? Yeah, there's, there's some piano in there. But it's not like the recorded versions where... And I like uh, Deborah McCall's background vocals. I like Deborah McCall. Okay, next song. Landfall. It's a rocker. <laughs> like you I'm not famous yet. It rivals that. <laughs> it's a good song. Oh, Sailor Jerry. And then, uh, Miss You So Bad. Well, in Landfall, there's nothing remarkable about that to me. I can't remember. No, much. but it's a good up-tempo. Yeah, I mean, it's great to it's, see it live. I mean, I, I we had seen it. Yeah. I'm tempted to say it rocks harder on uh, this live album than it does on Changes. He said harder. And you picked up on it. <laughs> Miss you so badly. I like this. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, it's weird because you're not going to hear this much anymore no. live. This song, but I like it. He mentions the difference here. Is I think I don't think in the regular version he mentioned Coneheads. No, he mentions uh, Surgeons. But I do like the cheap ass beer over two board beer. That yes. I'll take. Drop the Conehead reference, but keep the cheap ass beer reference. <laughs> I like the cheap ass beer myself, yeah. and I've always I'm remembered that line. Yeah. I smile every time just the way he says it. They get drunk on. Cheap ass beer. 
Then he says, I'm going to go play some old song. It's 1978. He's going to play some old song, and he plays Havana Daydream. And it's about three say, years old by then? Yeah, I know. And by then, it's two, 76 was the year that song was released. I really don't think that's the order of the set list, because there's another part, uh, I think on the second disc, where he goes, oh, it's great to play those old songs. And the song is from the album that just came Cha out. Well, it changes. <laughs> After changing, he goes, boy, I haven't played that in a long is time. Is it that one? You're right. It could, I was going to mention that. It could be editing. After changes, he goes, boy, I haven't played that in a long time. You just recorded it a year ago. <laughs> so it's obviously just a big edit, and they didn't bother cleaning clear it. Okay, yeah. So Havana Daydream, and uh, it's a real slow version, but the, guitar's really, the guitar really stands out in this. And I can't think of any major changes from that in my little game I wanted to play. <laughs> now, in only the seventh song on the album, anyway, he plays Margaritaville. And people aren't singing along. <laughs> he's no actually, salt, salt, he actually salt, sings the song oh, and doesn't no. shout it. <laughs> they only started doing that recently. No, and I didn't miss it at all, either. No, no. That's the way she yeah. So, so my daughter loves the salt, salt, salt. Uh, I'm so tired. But, you know. It got old, like it, he didn't do it, and then it got old like really quick. Like yeah. it just seemed like he did it when, like not that long ago. But now ago, it will five years ago. Five years ago. Five, yeah, within five years, it will always be sung. It's reached that point. Yeah. Well, it's reached the point where I, I played it at one of the dances that I was doing, and some of the people in the audience were shouting it. Yeah. It's almost too cliche. My daughter loves it. And I'm like, I cringe, but you know. <laughs> she's listening to Buffett and that's a I'm lame for listening to it or something. Daughter's rule. <laughs> Son's drool. <laughs> but and the the difference on here, so he sings the quote unquote lost verse. Yeah. That's referred to later in what, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays? Uh-huh. And I cannot believe that no one in the Buffett camp pointed that out to him. I can't believe that no one noticed it. That he made such a big deal about oh we're gonna we're it's gonna the resurrect the lost verse. Yeah, yeah, it's already been released. Because you know what? I think he, I, my theory is he kind of shunned this album. It's not a family-oriented album like now. You would, you know, you know what I mean? Because of the cocaine, the drug references all through this album. Yeah, that's a big release, though. I mean, but it's not now. I don't. You can't really find it very easy. Can you? Oh, it's it's everywhere. It's at Best Buy. Oh, absolutely. But it, this is a great live version of Margaret because he's singing it. He's not shouting it. There's no big <laughs> chance. It seems uh, unrehearsed. I mean, the, the little bubble, 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 he says. Mm -hmm. uh, he has the lost verse and what I would call the lost chorus because on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, he just sings the lost verse and then sings the next verse. Mm. He doesn't sing a chorus. Now, and, and I forget, who does he blame everything on until he blames himself? Oh, shoot. I can't remember what the first one he was. He says Cecil's fault. Yeah, Cecil. Cecil, Cecil being... Cecil B. DeMille, the director of Ten Commandments. Okay. Really? Nobody knows. No. No, here you go. Cecil Corbett. Uh, it says, to Jack Boyle and Cecil Corbett, thanks for many good years. So I would assume that that would be the Cecil he's... The Beanie and Cecil. Cecil's a sea monster. Then he says, uh, then he says Ronnie's fault. Is that Reagan? No. Okay. 
then through editing, he plays changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes, and says it's been a real long time since he played that song. Yeah. That's the way it sounds. I don't know what he does differently here. I don't think okay, then let's move on to the next one. I thought you were going to write these down. You don't know the answers? I was driving know. the car. My oh. car. I needed so a usually when you announce a game, you know, <laughs> he doesn't know where it's going. I actually love that. The guy question. I'm going to say this is the game. I don't know the They're going to say, what's the answer? I said, they're going to say, what's the answer? It's like Alex Trebek going, I don't know. I thought you knew. <laughs> that means it's to come Monday. Is there a game around this? No, I think, well, I don't. I'm asking you guys to play. Maybe I know the answer. Maybe no. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> But I think he does a straightforward version of this, except he does say, with this cane, I can walk anywhere. Hey. I just thought of that now. Oh, oh, hey. See how the game works? <laughs> you let yourself yeah, play. that's how it works. <laughs> Joe <laughs> makes it up as he goes along. That's how it works. Why should it be different than any other Who wins game? every time? Yeah. Joe. <laughs> just like golf. Why did Joe always have the best handicap? Because Joe he... makes the rules. <laughs> <laughs> and Joel calculates the hand. You guys just, you like it that way, so you can just sit and bitch and let me win. That's all you, <laughs> it's so bad. Then we come to Perrier Blues, Greg's most hated vile yeah, song on this album. Song. We've all heard it. Greg hated this he song. Hates this song. Hates you write a, write a note if you like this song to uh, Greg Sucks. <laughs> At northcoastgas.com. <laughs> Greg I forgot, I forgot all about this song until I listened to it earlier like today. Belt, you all have those sparkles. Live shows. Deep cut. You have sparkles. <laughs> He's making <laughs> what, what was in that sex on the beach? <laughs> you have like glitter makeup on. You're all a glow. Oh, maybe, you know, at least glitter makeup on. Oh, you noticed. <laughs> That's the other game I was, I was like, what? <laughs> Who would notice that? Who am I attracted? Who likes California Rubin? That was sprinkles. That was the toy that came with the California Rubin Happy Meal. With <laughs> extra sparkles, please. Wow. Perry well, Blues got noticed. It's Perry Blues is such a, so anticlimactic. That's why Greg doesn't like the song, because it makes him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> That's another thing. Let's take time from the game. And there's a lot of banter on this I album. love the banter. Yes. I miss Terrific the banter. banter. Back, back in the old days, and I know this makes me sound like an old man, but back in the old days when the audience would listen to Jimmy and not try and out-shout Jimmy and play beach balls for all night long. And okay, again, rant over, continue. No, again, the banter is he's Unranked. speaking. He's actually speaking into the microphone and people are listening to him. You know, it's, it's completely different than what we know now. It is so cool to listen to the banter. And on the cuts on the album, at least on the CD that I listened to, I noticed that uh, there's, there's banter at the end of songs and there's banter at the beginning of the cuts. Now, I think my feeling is if you notice today in today's digital music world, there's never, ba you get live cuts of songs, there's hardly ever banter at the beginning yeah, of the cut. Mm -hmm. It's always at the end of the cut of the previous song. Mm -hmm. So in today's world where you you end up with just single cuts here and there, you miss the banter because it's, it's at the end of some yeah. other song. Yeah. And sometimes you have a song that's live and then he ban the, the, the artist banters it. <laughs> Can I say banter anymore? At the end of that cut, and it's about another song. And I can't afford this right <laughs> And banter, banter. <laughs>
mushroom, mushroom. Budget, 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 budget. Well, you know what is, you're, you're right, and you bring a point, because on Saturday I watched Live by the Bay. I had the projector, I had a few Sailor Jerry's in me, we were at a campsite, it seemed appropriate. Oh, did Sailor Jerry have sparkles? <laughs> After a while, yeah. Is he related to Sammy Sailor? <laughs> and there was, he talked with his audience more, like there was, it just seemed more personable than it is now. Now it almost, it does, at the risk of sounding too much like HUD, it's routine, it's check myself, where am I? What buzzword do I have to say that's going to make the audience coo? And it's, it seems not authentic anymore. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's kind of like the way it is, though. Occasionally, well, occasionally something will happen, or I'll think of something, and I'll actually take the time to talk. And there are moments that I cherish, but you can feel everyone around you at the venue just getting really uncomfortable yeah. and wanting to hear some music and shouting at the stage. I've actually heard people shout, play a fucking song when he's talking. And it's like, you're not here for the right reason. Yeah. And I want to kill those people. Yeah, there, well, but there, there are laws be, against that. Yeah, there has to be some, there almost should be some test before you get your fucking ticket. You know? And well, height test always said one that, thing. No, we, we've always said that you should, you should take a test Yes, we have. Because we had shut up, for God's sake, and there's idiots in front of us. Yeah. All the time. Now, listening to this album makes me think of seeing a couple shows lately at the Ark in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, a, 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 it's, a, it's a famous, at least nationally known venue for, it, it only fits, it can't fit more than it's 300. It's a room. It's not a, it's it's not a, a hall. It's a beautiful, the acoustics are nice. It's a, it's a beautiful place to hear an artist, and you can hear everything they're saying. Now, this, these places are bigger than that. But it's like that. Everybody just shuts up. They are. There's a few people singing, singing, yelling titles of songs that they want him to play, and he like reacts to it. But I mean, he's just talking. The banter is excellent in this, and you'll never hear anything else in any other Buffett live recording again. Mm -hmm. it's yeah, the best and I think maybe that's why. Except, except for the, uh, the like the solo acoustic ones that he does at Sag Harbor, that well, kind okay. of thing. Those are, are like throwbacks to these glory yeah, days. He can just talk because uh, he, he's lost some of his connectivity, I guess. And maybe that's why Roger Klein podcast starts here. I guess that's maybe why I've connected so well with Roger is he hasn't lost that connectivity yet. Well, he's I think that's, a lot of it has to do with the audience because I've always said they're like two Buffett fans. Ones that go for the concert, ones that go for the party. Right. And the ones that go for the party just outweigh the ones that yeah, go for the concert. Oh, they're yeah, they're there to get drunk. They're there to have a great time. Yeah. Yep. Once they get drunk, they don't give a shit what, yep. what's going on stage. Yeah, you're they right. could be in the parking lot listening to a CD. They wouldn't even know the difference. Right. Right. And that's the problem. They're the ones that leave Jimmy knows that he's playing to a bunch of drunks. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And he has, to, he has to placate them. Right. And and occasionally he'll throw a bone to us and I'll do like a couple really great songs at the beginning of the show and a couple really great songs at the end of the show because that he knows that, we'll that he can there. get away with them. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, Live by the Bay, that's going to be on uh, the uh, VH1 Classics. Yeah, VH1 Classics on Sunday, 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 4.30 to 6.30. So if you want to see it again on the air. I will there, watch it. Is there a VH1 Classic uh, like uh, HD? No. no. I don't think so. I don't 
There's an MTV <laughs> but HD. Nick, Nick just, well, I mean, we just had the Well, nice it wouldn't camera. be, I don't, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be HD anyway because it wasn't shot in 6 it's true, by 9 it shot in 4 by 3 but it would be nice if I they showed it, but it's, it in, it, like, up-converted HD. It would still look pretty damn Or just in yeah. the sound. I was but right. I'm, figuring, I'm thinking the sound. I'm figuring they got a copy of Cheeseburger on iTunes. Now they're releasing it to cable. There's got to be a DVD in the works. There has to be. Yeah. They have to have mastered it for... Um, you know, digital master. Yeah. But it's just going to be cool to see it, like, broadcast. Well, yeah, I mean, mean, it's live, it's there, it's yeah. what the heck. Well, that's funny, because uh, I think last time we talked about here, was Perrier Blues, and that's the end of side two of the disc one. Okay, oh. Grapefruit Juicy Fruit. It's like, yeah, eight minutes long on mm -hmm. this album. Really long intro. A bunch of banter, and it's the original Coral Reefer band, which is just Jimmy, right? And I love the uh, I can't taste the alcohol line. Yes. I, 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 I use that in real life too, in that same yeah, same reflection. Fun. What you exactly. don't drink, you're gonna pour on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have you used that? <laughs> I've used it with people that don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then God's oh well, what's different about grapefruit juicy fruit? I don't think much except for a lot of oh, after the banner at the beginning. God's own drunk goes on for twelve minutes. Mm -hmm. I don't, there's just a lot of ad-libbing and a lot yeah, of craziness. Yeah, probably the classic version. This is a harkening back to Buffett. If you like that old. kind of stuff, yeah, I mean, that's what it was. <laughs> he used to do it. I, I got tired of it. I mean, yeah. I know. There, it takes we, up too much time. We were, yeah, we were begging for him to do it live when he couldn't do it, and then yeah. when he finally could do it, it's like, oh, man, we could have heard, like, three different exactly. songs in this Exactly. Time. <laughs> we could fit a lot in there but for all this time. Well, my favorite time. version was when he couldn't do it, but he referenced it, and he did, like, a quiz. And that was before I started recording, so it was like 86, 85, maybe 84. And he did like a quiz to the audience when we shout out the response. Yeah. He like, he something. told the yeah. story without actually singing the story, without actually doing the Because he wasn't number. allowed to. Yeah, so it was great. It was like, it well, was like a trivia He was not allowed to do God's Own Drunk for a litigation. Then he goes on to say one of his favorite songs at the time. <laughs> and, I, and I always think of this because Mike told me many times this was Buffett's favorite song. He went to the Paris right when I was uh, yeah, first getting into Buffett. Back. I love this version. I think this version is better than the album. Yes. This is awesome. He went to Paris. Yeah. It is. It's a terrific version. And I can't remember anything different on this song and then The Captain and the Kid. Which is also another great Another, version. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it of many like versions we have now, right? Yeah. Because even Meet Me Margarita has a new version of this, right? Yes. Right? <laughs> I yes, why. it does. Why am I saying that? It's not good. I don't care for that version. Yeah, no, the piano version. It just doesn't sound right. Right. But nothing, uh, nothing big about it on this album, other than it sounds good. No, no major change. Then he finally gets to, because people keep screaming in the audience, and you can hear it. Mm -hmm. Why don't we get drunk and screw? Mm -hmm. And this is the Elmer's Glue version, and. Columbian Herb. Pirate looks at 40. A nice another, version with fingers doing their Yeah, mind. another great yeah. version that is almost as good as the original album version. But this reminds me, me think, listening, listening to it again today, maybe think of Pine Knob last year live with fingers coming on stage and playing it, and we could actually hear him, I think, on this cut. Oh, yeah. Because of the sound problems. With the cut. Yeah. Then he, and then Buffett sounds like he does today when he says stuff like, we're going down to Tampico for a little trauma. <laughs> and he plays Tampico trauma. And this is, I, I, I equate to Landfall, a good song. He does it justice from the cut of the album, nothing extra special. But 
plays it well. The band is just the band is just a rock and roll band. I, I envy Scott that hasn't heard it much. This album is going to listen to it. And then Morse's Nightmare, a new song just for this album. But it's cool. It's, it's an entertaining. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a different song because he doesn't usually do like like such novelty pastiche songs mm -hmm. as that. Yeah, the whole beat, the whole, the whole yeah. concept, and then the end. And it's not on anything else. I mean, this is it. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me a little of Silver Lake at the end. What, the bitch, bitch, bitch? Oh, so yeah. crazy? Well, crazy. the woman, uh, you know, Screaming. you come down here and you just want to lay and sleep at home, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, it, it, it uh, resonated a certain way with me. Dixie Dine. Hey. 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 So wait, do I have to do a pirate voice on this one? No. Okay, cool. Hold on, you want to? Yeah, no, you want no, to? I'm not good at pirate you voice. Can be All right, what am I reading? You're just the pet store owner. Just. <laughs> hey, I'm nothing. <laughs> well, if the shoe fits. My reputation's on the line. I'm putting With my you, he's nothing. Okay. He's, he's the uh, orchestrator. He's, he's the puppeteer. Go, man. Gotcha. Who's the narrator? Okay, narrator. A smart woman in a real short skirt went to a pet shop and immediately spotted a large, beautiful, maize and blue colored parrot. There was a sign on the cage that said, can pull a cork out of a bottle of wine. She was intrigued. The price tag stated $39, which seemed awfully cheap. She turned to the pet store owner and said, Why so little? The owner looked at her seriously and said, Look, I should first tell you that this bird used to live on the steps of a whorehouse. And sometimes it may say some pretty vulgar stuff. The woman thought about this, but decided she had to have the bird anyway. It may be a laugh having a profane parrot. Plus, Lord knows, I love my wine. So the woman took the bird home. As she entered the home, the bird squawked. Brrrr! No brothel. Brrrr! This is not a brothel! Still, the woman found herself a bit amused. She hung the cage up in her living room. The bird looked around the room, then at her, and said, No brothel. No madam. I am not a madam. This is not a brothel. Honestly. The woman got over her initial shock and was actually amused again and felt a little bit complimented. Just then, her two teenage daughters returned from school. The bird saw them enter and said, No brothel. No madam. No hookers. What? The mother once again got over her shock and explained the situation to her girls. They all had a good laugh and felt a boost in their self-esteem. Moments later, the woman's husband came home from work. The bird looked at him and said, Hey, Dave! I tell you what, me and Elise, we're going places. She's, the, she's so much better than you guys. <laughs> she deserves much more than that. <laughs> Short summers, long days, hit the beaches, catch some rays. Hibernating until June, leave it up, it's gone too soon. When you live on the North Coast, manage your time. Best three months you gotta get through now. That's life on the North Coast. That's life on the North 
working on the uh, October uh, Circus Mexicus. Mm. Yeah, well, or October or a Circus Mexicus. I, you've now convinced me I will be going. You know, you've been talking about Circus Mexicus, and I've been thinking, yeah, yeah, there's no way I can swing this, but now I know that I'll be going. Well, the only tricky thing, the, you know, the October one is it's football season. Yeah. But this year it's during an away game. Is it? See, yeah. I didn't even check. So you're way ahead of me. All right. It's an Ill, it's Illinois, and I believe that game's going to be a night game on TV. But because I, I don't, I would be willing to do this instead. I don't know if that'll happen because we do have six home games in seven weeks, and then Circus Mexicans. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I have to go. It, even though they had all those, did you see all those police killings and yeah, stuff? Yeah. That makes it even sound yeah, it better. It makes it more colorful. It does. It actually makes me feel like I want to go more. Yeah. And it, it makes no sense because I'm a biggest pussy there is. But when, There's a quote for you. Yeah. I was going to say wussy with a capital P. He, he just pulls out all the stops. Pussy with an extra I would, I, It would be kind of cool. Yeah, people annihilating each other down the street where we're in the hotel. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> That's how bad. Until you're there and you're hiding in the closet. I know. He'd have more tequilas in him. Yeah, I know. That. It's true. Maybe on the balcony. <laughs> They're still oh, selling. <laughs> I'm right here. Come and get me. <laughs> They're still selling Mexican moonshine out of those barrels. Fuck you know they're just pouring Cuervo in there. This. He drops trial on the balcony. We gotta go. Yeah. And the Federales said they don't want to see your ass around here anymore. <laughs> After while they're dripping sweat onto their machine, the machine guns. Drive on slow, Gringo. Gringo, you ain't as savage as you think you are. <laughs> We're merging. It's the war of the quotes, and I'm out. He blew his wad on the hole. <laughs> I barely got that quote out. Dress it's a good one. That was from listening to the album, wasn't it? Kind of. Good live recording, as they said back then. What would they say now? Yeah, I don't know, but you don't hear stuff like a recording. It was called a live recording. Somewhere yeah, it says right. it. And they call it that now, too. Do they? I mean, they say live album, <laughs> live, live CD, live cuts. It's a recording. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, live show. the way they, so it's a the way they refer to it says recorded live. Oh, that's another thing. Did you ever go to in concert? It says somewhere, too. Yeah, they in a few the, places. On the a big deal. In concert. That's really what I meant to say. Sure. Nobody calls someone in concert anymore. <laughs> so your whole thing, live recording, doesn't mean... Yeah, yeah forget all you're, that. You're stepping away from Strike that. Strike that. <laughs> That's not what I meant. What I meant was... <laughs> <laughs> he fought off hard for that, and he's back away from Yeah. That. I made a mistake. 